3: Welcome, everybody. Money Making Conversation is participating in the Voorhees College Streamathon. The goal for the Streamathon is to raise $1 million for the college during these unusual pandemic times. We're trying to get the word out nationally. That's why the show is airing today. We'll let people know about our event, my show, Money Making Conversation, which airs every Sunday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. on WVCD, 96.5 FM, and 790 AM. We are the hype machine, and we're letting everybody know because December 1st is the day. The actual for stream streamathon is taking place Tuesday, December 1st. I got another familiar face. Guess who's been on my show, Money-Making Conversation? He's a graduate, HBCU man, Morehouse graduate, Bakari Sellers. He recently stated, and I watched this on CNN, the Situation Room, and it made me laugh. The Joe Biden presidency is not built for Snapchat, is not built for Twitter. It's built to govern. This is my man. He states it because he's been doing it for a long time. He made history in 2006 when, at the age of 22 years old, he defeated a 26-year incumbent state representative. They become the youngest member of the South Carolina state legislature and the youngest African-American elected official in the nation. He's a man. He's special. The Roots, are most, influent- most influential African-American male. He practices law with the Strom law firm in Columbia, South Carolina, and is a political commentator. Like I stated earlier, I saw him on the Situation Room. Please welcome back to Money Making Conversations, my man, Bakari Sellers. How you doing, Bakari? <laughs> man, I'm happy man.
0: It's good to be here with you, my brother. Thank you for tuning in, and thank you for all you're doing, and thank you for letting me join you as we uplift Voorhees College.
3: Oh, it's awesome. You know, to make that statement, is not built for Snapchat. It's not built for Twitter. It's built to govern. What motivated you to make that statement there, Bakari?
0: Well, you know, I was thinking about how many times the, the president-elect or president of the United States, whichever term of, of art you want to use to describe him, um, gets some criticism for, uh, you know, trying to bring people together. And mm-hmm. he gets some criticism for his uh, diligence and, um, uh, and his discipline. But we recognize now uh, that that discipline, that diligence, it pays off. And so while on Twitter and Snapchat and social media, everybody and their mama want to tell him what he should be doing, Mm -hmm. Um, his strategy has worked thus far. And so sometimes you just have to have
3: faith. And faith is a I'll tell you, when he when um, Biden won, my faith has been tested (laughs) based on what um, President Donald Trump has been doing. When you look back on this, and I, it's not over, because the man has over 80 million social media followers, over 72 million people voted for him, so he's not going away. If anybody thinks he's just gonna drift away, they're crazy. So, yeah. what, what do you think about the the legacy of Donald Trump from your perspective, from your viewpoint? Not counting well, this year.
0: I think it's still still yet to be written. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that uh, history will not look kindly upon him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the, the most amazing part about how history treats you—you you don't get a chance to write it yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it, it's others who will be able to. You don't write your own obituary. Um, right. You know, you know, in the script, how uh, in the not in the scripture, but in the church, they say, "May the work I've done speak for me." Right. Right. Um, so the work he's done uh, will speak for him, and I think that the everlasting stain of bigotry and xenophobia and racism is going to be hard to escape. Um, but I don't think his, as you said, he ain't going nowhere. And Trumpism is going to hover over American politics, in particular, the Republican Party for a long time. And so we'll have more time to be able to flesh out what that really means.
3: And it's really crazy because of the fact that he... um I don't think he cares about anybody. That's my, just my personal opinion. Not that's not, not trying to get you he to doesn't share care, that. He idea. cares
0: about himself. Yes. He cares and,
3: about himself. Yeah, and that's really that's, that's really what motivates him to the point of being able to be as divisive as he is. Now, Denmark is the location of Voorhees where we're hosting the Voorhees stream where we're trying to raise a million dollars. The event is December 1st. Tell us your relationship with the Voorhees College and, and this it, and presence in the Denmark community.
0: So... You know, I'm, I'm from Denmark. I
3: know, I know. I'm
0: from, I'm from, I'm <laughs> I read 1. the book,
3: remember? I read the book. <laughs> no about your dad. <laughs> I'm, first, I'm from
0: three miles away from Voorhees College. <laughs> I used to break into uh, the gymnasium over there at Voorhees College. Mm-hmm. I used to go swimming during the summer in, mm-hmm. in, the, in the swimming pool at Voorhees College. My dad was president of Voorhees College. Mm-hmm. I went to church at St. Philip's Episcopal. Mm-hmm. Um, but during this time of covid Mm -hmm. Um, You know, this is a moment that's even more important than previous moments because Mm -hmm. uh, when PWIs and white institutions catch the cold like they have now, uh, black institutions catch uh, the flu. And Mm so uh, what we're seeing right now are these institutions where they're not able to have um, students on campus. Mm -hmm. I really need these dollars and resources. And so, you know, like King said, not just I have a dream speech, but that fierce urgency of now, this is a really, really important moment uh, for this institution uh, to make sure that it not just survives, but thrives right. by going into 2021 and beyond.
3: Well, um, our pres- uh, vice president elect is an HBCU grad, Howard university. Do you think that's, in, that's important for the HBCU brand the HBCU alumni to have someone in that power position because HBCUs are always struggling to find their voice financially. Uh, you know, Donald Trump, When he signed into law, the the budget in September of 2019 said he did more for C schools than anybody had done in history. What can Kamala Harris do, Vice President-elect Kamala Harris, do for HBCU schools moving forward?
0: One big example, I mean, you know, making sure that there is no question about the value of the HBCU experience. Um, And always look at Kamala Harris and see that as a Howard grad, she's now in the room. She is um, uh, one step away from being, or one breath away from being president of the united states so that mm-hmm. that's first right second thing is it's always about that shared experience because right. she's lived that experience she knows how to bring that to the table and you know this better than most mm-hmm. anytime you have a bad black woman at the table which are you, you stronger for <laughs> and so i think that we're going to be stronger for having her there
3: mm-hmm. and it's really uh, when you look at the whole situation now you know you were born and raised in south carolina but you went to school in atlanta georgia georgia in particular so now we have a very uh Interesting Senate race is going down between the Democrats and Republicans, where two seats can be create an imbalance or balance in the Senate. And then also, but I want to go back and when when Joe Biden was scuffling when he was he got whoop, whoop real bad in Nevada, and then he came to the came to South Carolina, and um she call, he calls him his friend who came to his rescue. Let's talk about how important that was, and will his friend. that's, James Clyburn play a role into the upcoming administration of Joe Biden. Well,
0: I don't think I don't think Jim's going to D.C. Jim is eighty years old. Mm -hmm. He he ain't trying to go up there and work that hard. (laughs) Um, So no, I I don't. Uh, You know, after losing. Came in second in Nevada, but losing Iowa and New Hampshire, that it became that much more important. Mm-hmm. And he was going to win South Carolina. Like, let's not get it twisted. Like, my mom and daddy and all of them were going to vote for Joe Biden. They had sure. the relationship with him. He still had the Obama halo from mm-hmm. uh, working with them for eight years. But because Jim came out in the forceful way that he did, mm-hmm. um, it became resounding. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that resounding effort. Came catapulted him mm-hmm. through super tooth and beyond and, and this is a part of the media's fault and i'm like you can't dictate who's gonna be the, the winner of the primary until you um until you actually have black people to vote because ain't no right. black people vote in iowa and ain't none vote in uh new hampshire <laughs> but as soon as black people did vote then mm-hmm. you you saw what happened
3: now, when you when you looked at uh, when, speaking of voting, you know, uh, we see there's another recount going on in Georgia. Now, this is a, a machine count. They did the hand count. Now, it's a machine count. Uh, we saw one person abstain from voting when it came to the certified the vote in Michigan. From, we always hear the word democracy. What damage uh, has President Trump conjured up? or the possibilities. What has he done to the system that we all took for granted that we saw that it can be altered by or manipulated?
2: It's finally here, the season of celebration. And no matter how you celebrate with family and friends, whether you're preparing for Reyes Magos or Karamu, lighting the menorah, or going to Midnight Mass, Kohl's has just what you need to make those traditions special.
0: I mean, I think we have to review that because we're focusing on human beings. We're mm-hmm. focusing on like in Michigan, we were focusing on Republicans having a good heart and one of them did. Right. But I mean, is that do you always want that to be the case? Mm hmm. Um, you know, so, I, you know, these are norms and we need to make sure that we crystallize these norms and put them into law. Um, if not, then our democracy is right to, to be overtaken. But. It held up and it wow. held up with Donald Trump. I don't think we're going to have anybody nearly as, as bull and China shop. Was Donald Trump but it held up through his presidency so democracy wins and lives another
3: day wow it sure did I'm talking to the bakari sellers um uh, we are talking about the goal of the streamathon to raise 1 million dollars for the college during these un- unusual pandemic times you know this is Voorhees dream December 1st that's Tuesday December 1st when, when the it will be the actual streamathon today is our hype show getting the word out letting everybody know today is Sunday but it's Tuesday we need your money on Tuesday for the streamathon it's called the Voorhees streamathon If you know know anything about the college, it's based in Denmark, South Carolina. It's an incredible school. It's a member of the HBCU family. And we're trying to get the word out. uh, You'll see on this show, Joe Marie Payton is on this show. You'll see Don Lewis is on this show. And right now, my man Bakari Sellers is on this show. Bakari, this has been an interesting year for me, an interesting year for you. We went through the pandemic and we went through civil unrest. And let's talk about the pandemic and how it impacted you and still impacted us all, especially African-Americans, before I get to the civil unrest.
0: Yeah, no. And I'll be at the streamathon on Tuesday. I'll actually be in Denmark for about 30 minutes or so. So please tune in. um, Make sure you give if you can. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, this pandemic, it it ripped head off the inequalities that that we have in the communities, especially when it comes to black and brown folk, Mm -hmm. Um, the lack of quality care. Uh, you know, the fact that the black folk are dying at disproportionately high rates um, uh, compared to their white counterparts. Mm -hmm. Um, The black businesses are shutting down at a disproportionate rate compared Mm -hmm. to their white counterparts. And so with all those things being said, I just think that that this is a time that we have to fight through it together and hopefully get some government assistance as we're moving through. And hopefully that's one of the first things that the Biden-Harris administration does.
3: Will it happen, though, with the divisiveness? You know, we know there's Democratic lead in the House. Now we're looking at these two seats. It could be 50-50 and the ties being broken by our Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. It could be 52-48. And then you have a problem getting people approved and dividing the cabinet. you got getting people approved a potential, don't want to say anybody could pass away, another potential Supreme Court justice. Politics have become left and right. That I was talking to my wife, I go, when did it become left and right? When it became the left side, the radical left, the the right. When you can when liberal became a bad act is that is did did uh Donald Trump just pull the scab off of something that was just just simmering there that make it seem like the left is a problem, the right is the right. That really the, the bothers me the most is that whole campaign that there's some radical I'm looking at the commercials down here in Atlanta. They're not even, the, the Republicans aren't even running commercial about what they're going to do. They're just screaming about Pelosi, screaming about Schumer. They're screaming about the radical left. What they're going to do? They're going to bring down America. Where did this come from? Bakari?
0: Well, it's a combination of Trump, it's a combination of social media, it's a combination of 24-hour news cycles, and it's a combination of awful people running for office. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I always tell people that you got to stop telling people what you're against and begin to tell people what you're for. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just have enough of that. And you see that down in Georgia with the ne- negative ads that are playing. So um, will it get better after Trump? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But will it still be hard to push forth an agenda that's good for the country? Yeah. That's why Georgia is so important. So mm-hmm. anybody listening down in Got relatives in order to Get on the phone. Make phone calls. <laughs> do everything you can because those two
3: seats are that important. Yeah, and uh, we, because what I what I've told people before, the Republicans are interesting because last year, several years ago when uh, Ossoff, he had gotten into the runoff and it was 48%. And Karen Handel, she had only had gotten 18%. Well, when the official election came through, she won 51 to 48. His number didn't really even move. His percentage stayed the same. And so that's what happens. The Republican Party really goes out into the rural community and have a stranglehold on that voice. And that's where the Democrats have to get out there. I know that uh, Stacey Abrams has, has played a major role in that. Do you think she's going to have a run- role in the Biden cabinet, a Biden, a Biden presidency run in the next four years. I'm not saying she's going to have no, a cabinet seat. No.
0: hmm No, just no, Stacey's running for governor. So, but, yeah, just put that, chalk that up. I can tell you what that's going to happen. So go ahead and chalk that up. She's running, for, she's, already running now. she's running for governor in 2022. So, you know, go ahead and chalk that up. Stacey, Stacey did the work. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Um, you know, she, she flipped Georgia blue. And so, um, you know, she has the ability to run. She's going to raise the money. She's going to make it a local race. And we'll see what happens.
3: Well, let's, let's just, I'm going to wrap up this on this thought about the, um, I, I saw you on TV when regards to uh, uh, the civil the civil unrest tied to how the treatment of black men. You know, I saw yeah. what Van Jones did when the, when uh, Biden won, you know. As, and I know that when, um, that we can when uh, all the marches was going, on. a lot of my white friends called me, and they uh-huh. basically apologized. They basically said, "I didn't know." They basically asked me, "Is it real? Do you do you do you live a life like that, where you don't feel safe, that you don't feel comfortable, that you walk in a room and you feel that people are looking at you not because of what you can do or what they think that you might do and it might be wrong?" I said, "Yes, that's my life every day as a black man." And it's really it really was compelling to see your reaction and see Van Jones reaction because of the fact that we know as black men that it's not going to change. I'm still going to be perceived by a group of people yeah. as a negative image. I'm still going to be perceived when they that I might be selling crack if I get in a good car. <laughs> you know, yeah. that, that I, mean,
0: I, I think that's the reason that we, I think that's the reason that you and I are participating in this program, because although we acknowledge the harsh realities of our experience. We also have to have faith and hope in the future. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the reason we're helping boys is because it gives young black men like you and me mm-hmm. an opportunity to have dreams of the future and go out. And, and when we have to tear down these stereotypes and rip them apart. So, yeah, it, it was an emotional summer. It's a hard summer because I raised little kids mm-hmm. and um, we just have to make sure that whatever we're doing. We are an example for them and we continue to destroy these stereotypes. And one of the ways we do that is by giving back but one of the ways we give back is to participate in programs like the one we're doing and um, making sure that Voorhees College not just survives but thrives.
3: Thank you. Bakari said, Well, thank you. Thank you for being a part. I know you going to drop out live on Tuesday for about 30 minutes during the live streamathon. But today is hype day for the uh, Voorhees College streamathon. We're trying to raise a million dollars, everybody. Tuesday will be there, the official day to start making the donations. Thank you, Bakari, for coming on Money Making Conversations. Stay strong. And I appreciate you, man. Don't change. Thank you. Appreciate it.
0: Have a great day. I won't.
3: Appreciate it. If you want to hear more Money money Making Conversation, please go to MoneyMakingConversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I'm your host.
2: In this season of giving, Kohl's has gifts for all your loved ones. For those who like to keep it cozy, find fleeces, sweaters, loungewear, blankets, and throws.
1: Still living in 2021 and manually taking notes? There is a better way. Start the new year with Otter.ai. Automatically get meeting notes. Otter.ai works for virtual meetings like Zoom, Microsoft Teams, and Google Meet. Sign up on the web for free or download in the app stores. Otter.ai. That's O T T E R.ai.
2: Whether it's a four-course sit-down dinner or a line starts in the kitchen buffet, there's one thing you'll find at the center of it all: Swift Meets. Fresh, tender roast beef, succulent pork chops, mouthwatering steaks. For more than 160 years, Swift Pork and Beef delivers the flavor that brings
1: everyone to the table. Discover new meal ideas at swiftmeats.com.